Proverbs chapter 26, verse 1. As snow in summer and as rain in harvest, so honor is not comely for a fool. The foolish person can't wear honor very well. They don't know how to act when they've been put in a place of honor anyway. It's a simile saying that just like you don't want snow in the summertime and you don't want it to rain when you're bringing in the harvest, you also don't want a fool to be honored. 2. As a bird by wandering, as a swallow by flying, so reviling without cause doth not come. Just like a bird that won't land is a curse that you speak at somebody without cause. So when you try to curse somebody's life and they don't deserve that curse, it won't hold on them. And that disproves word of faith theology right there, because word of faith people claim that whatever you say is definitely going to happen, whether it's good or bad. But this Bible verse is telling us that if you curse a righteous person, it will not happen. The problem with word of faith theology is that they think that humans have power, and humans have no power. Only God has power. The only time that our words are prophetic are if we are speaking the words of God. But if we're just making something up on our own, it will not be prophetic. 3. A whip is for a horse, a bridle for an ass, and a rod for the back of fools. This says that fools do not understand reason and they don't understand instructions. The only thing that they understand is punishment. Sometimes horses and sometimes donkeys are stubborn, and fools are the same way. They can be very stubborn, and when somebody is stubborn, the only thing that they understand is corporal punishment. 4. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest thou be like him, even thou. This means when somebody says something ridiculous or evil to you, don't talk smack back to a fool. It will just mean that you're a fool as well. If a foolish person says something evil to you, just show grace. 5. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Now this sounds like it's contradicting verse 4, but it's not. It's talking about a different situation. In verse 4, it says, Do not speak the same language that a fool speaks, and don't react just like a fool reacts. So don't show them the same bad behavior that they're showing you. But in verse 5, it says, do put them in their place. We aren't to react the way they react. For instance, if they call us a name, we are not to call them a name and act foolish. But we should rebuke them if necessary. And what this is even more specifically talking about is make the fool responsible for their own actions. Don't be their doormat or don't apologize to them when you know that they are the one in the wrong. 6. He is cutting off feet. He is drinking injury who is sending things by the hand of a fool. If you send a fool to the grocery store with your money, you won't get the change back, and you may not even get what you ordered or the receipt. And if you send a message by a foolish person, don't be surprised if the receiver has misunderstandings. 7. Weak have been the two legs of the lame, and a parable in the mouth of fools. This is a neat metaphor. It says, a parable spoken in a foolish mouth, it's going to be as weak as a lame man's legs.
which means that when fools try to say something, they don't make any point. 8. As one who is binding a stone in a sling, so is he who is giving honor to a fool. When you put a stone in a sling, you're not supposed to bind it there. You're supposed to have it loose so that when you pull the sling back, the stone will fly. So if you tie it to the sling, it's not going to fly. And that's the same thing as giving honor to a fool. And sadly today, there are many international organizations who give honor to fools. That foolish person will never make the world better, even if they get labeled as having done so. 9. A thorn hath gone up into the hand of a drunkard, and a parable in the mouth of fools. A drunk man may stumble in the bushes and get a thorn stuck in his hand because he has no control over himself. And likewise, the mouth of a fool is uncontrolled, and he has no wisdom to give anybody. In one of the previous chapters, it had told us that if you're a fool, don't talk. Because then people will think you're smart even though you're not. If you only speak when you have something really intelligent to say, then people will think you're wise. And whenever you do speak, the whole room will be quiet on the edge of their seats waiting to hear you talk. But if you speak all the time and you're cracking jokes and saying foolish things, then when you speak, you probably won't get everybody's attention, but only the attention of your close friends. 10. Great is the former of all, and he is rewarding a fool, and rewarding transgressors. This says that the Lord created all of us, and he rewards us accordingly. If we live a foolish life, we will get our just desserts, as well as if we are a sinner. We will get the reward that we don't want. 11. As a dog hath returned to his vomit, a fool is repeating his folly. This chapter is mainly about foolish people. There have been other chapters that were about money, and then we had one chapter that was about alcoholism, but this one is about foolish people. And it says, if you keep repeating the same mistake over and over, you are a fool. Now, I have been a fool before. There are certain things in my past that I did over and over. But when I finally got burned enough times, I finally stopped doing that sinful act. But now that I'm born again, I don't repeat mistakes over and over and over like that because Jesus in me is helping me to grow and develop. And that's why we need the born again life. Without Jesus in you, and unless you crucify your own desires on a daily basis, you will keep making the same mistakes repeatedly. You'll never learn, or else it'll take you way too long to learn. 12. Thou hast seen a man wise in his own eyes, more hope of a fool than of him. If you think you know it all, then you are worse than a fool, because nobody can teach you anything. If you think that you know more than everybody else, then you won't listen when people try to give you information, and then you'll end up making mistakes. 13. The slothful hath said, A lion is in the way, a lion is in the broad places. This is a repeat of a proverb we read in one of the previous chapters, that lazy people come up with crazy excuses for not doing their job. They may say that it's dangerous or they're sick or whatever. 
14. The door turneth round on its hinge, and the slothful on his bed. This is a neat metaphor. It's of a door that's blowing back and forth in the wind on its hinges. And that is the same thing as a lazy person rolling over in bed. The lazy person has no control over his life. He's controlled by his own laziness, just like the door is controlled by the wind. 15. The slothful hath hid his hand in a dish. He is weary of bringing it back to his mouth. This proverb is also in one of the previous chapters. It says that lazy people are so lazy that when they put their hand in the bowl to take food, they just leave it there, and they don't even bring the food to their mouth. 16. Wiser is the slothful in his own eyes than seven men returning a reason. These proverbs are pretty funny. It says that lazy people believe that they know more than seven men who can actually talk sense. That's why sometimes when people say that they can't do something and we give them a good suggestion to help them out of that situation, then they answer by saying, oh, that won't work because they're lazy and they just don't want to do it. They don't want a solution. 17. Laying hold on the ears of a dog is a passerby making himself wrath for strife, not his own. Some people have an activist spirit, and they want to go fight battles for other people, but they don't have enough information to understand the battle or the person they're fighting for. Sometimes people do really foolish things in the name of activism, and this verse is saying that it would be like pulling a dog's ears because the dog is going to bite you if you pull its ears hard enough. And this verse is saying it's like pulling a dog's ears when you try to fight somebody else's battle and you don't even know what's going on. 18. As one pretending to be feeble who is casting sparks, arrows, and death. 19. So hath a man deceived his neighbor, and hath said, Am not I plain? Sometimes people will say a lie, or they'll say something really evil and malicious toward you, and then when you confront them, they say, Oh, I was just joking. And this verse is saying, Those people who claim that they were just kidding, they weren't kidding, because they wanted to hurt you. 20. Without wood is fire going out, and without a tell-bearer, contention ceaseth. This says if you don't have fuel for the fire, it will go out. And it's a tattletale, or a gossip, who puts the fuel to the fire of contention. In other words, it's gossips who cause people to fight. 21. Coal to burning coals, and wood to fire, and a man of contentions to kindle strife. Some people love to stir the pot because they can control others by doing that. They fuel the fire because they want other people to be at their weakest moment. They'll go to person A and say, Oh, person B said all these terrible things about you and threatened you. And then they'll go to person B and say, Person A said all these horrible things about you. And then they'll sit back and gloat while person A and B have a fight. So don't believe somebody when they tell you that somebody else doesn't like you. 22. The words of a tale-bearer are self-inflicted wounds, and they have gone down to the inner parts of the heart. Gossips and tattletales give us wounds that cut like a knife into our heart because their words are so malicious, and they destroy relationships that way. They also break down trust between people. 
23. Silver of dross spread over potsherd, our burning lips and an evil heart. Potsherd is broken pottery, so it's super cheap. And in the olden days, they would use pottery the way that we use plastic. They would use it for temporary purposes, and then they would break it and then reconstruct it into a new pot when they wanted it for another temporary purpose. Potsherd was only good to be recycled. And this is saying that putting a silver coating over potsherd is the same thing as somebody speaking from an evil heart. They may have lips that are speaking flattery, for instance, but their heart is evil, and that flattery is like the silver coating over something really worthless. So don't listen to flatterers. They want something from you, and it's probably not something that they deserve. 24. By his lips doth a hater dissemble, and in his heart he placeth deceit. Somebody who hates people loves to see them fight and loves contention, so they will use words and lies to try to pit one person against another, and in their heart is deceit, which means that they are a liar. Anytime somebody says something to agitate you, just be weary of that person and get away from them. Their mission isn't any good, and you shouldn't trust what they say. 25. When his voice is gracious, trust not in him, for seven abominations are in his heart. This is also a verse against flattery. If somebody is trying to puff you up, they definitely want something from you, so be wary. 26. Hatred is covered by deceit. Revealed is its wickedness in an assembly. Somebody may hate you in their heart, and they will try to be deceptive and pretend that they're your friend, but secretly they're trying to plot a way to destroy you. But in an assembly, meaning in a big group of people, it becomes obvious, because other people become aware. Everyone knows that what they're saying can't be true because it contradicts what they said to somebody else. 27. Whoso is digging, a pit falleth into it, and a roller of a stone, to him it turneth. Digging a pit is something you do to trap an animal, or you might do it to trap a person maliciously. And rolling a stone is what you do to seal somebody in a cave or a pit so that they die there. And this says that if you're trying to trap somebody or kill them, you will be the one who gets trapped and killed. Uh, whatever we're trying to do to somebody else can easily be done to us. 28. A lying tongue hateth its bruised ones, and a flattering mouth worketh an overflow. If somebody says things that cause other people injury, it means that they hate those people. That's why they said that. If somebody flatters you, it will conquer you if you listen to it. They want something from you, and they'll be able to get it if you eat up that flattery if you become addicted to that flattery, you'll end up doing whatever they say. The way they do it is, they'll say something like, You're the most generous person I know, and I know that you would never turn somebody down in need. So if you believe that flattery, then in the next minute, they're going to ask you for $50. And then you'll have to prove that the flattery is true by giving them $50. It's a guilt trip thing. And now that you have approved of the flattery, you feel obligated to hand them the $50 because otherwise the flattery wasn't true. So don't accept the flattery in the first place and then you won't feel obligated to let that person steamroll you. 
And that concludes Proverbs chapter 26.